are we recording? Yeah. Okay, well, we have to start the way that it's supposed to start. Does it have to start that it way? It has to start that way. I, I've been meaning to talk with you guys about maybe how that isn't, has to be the way it starts. Uh, absolutely not. Say it. Say it. Say it. <laughs> good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. And good night. Wherever you are in the world. <laughs> I'm not Steve. You're Brian. I'm Brian. And I'm Cass. And together, we make up Cass and Brian Martin. Or Brian and Cass Martin. Yeah. It's a special episode because... It's you. It's me. <laughs> that makes it special. That does make it special. Well, well, it's interesting because I help put this podcast together. So I listen to you and Steve and your banter and, of course, why everyone loves... And, and by the way... I'm, I am fully aware that there are audio issues sometimes with these podcasts, and it's not my fault. Cass yeah. and Steve are sometimes technologically challenged, and they don't quite <laughs> get the audio the way it should be. So, Brian edits and produces, puts out the episodes, and I swear it is weekly that we are calling him, getting him on the FaceTime, whatever it is, and asking him, how do we do this again? How many episodes in are we? This is episode 34. Episode 34, which is amazing because that's how old you are. Not. <laughs> and uh, we're just we're just really getting the hang of it, and we're trying a new microphone tonight, which is actually very exciting. Yeah, we're trying to up the audio quality. Up the ante. So that... People start taking you seriously. Yeah, people don't take you serious with a pop and a crackle. No, definitely do not. Yeah, so this is a very special episode where I get to actually be speaking with my husband about how he has implemented the fun road and how the fun road got started and just kind of some uh, very common questions that get thrown our way about what it's like to hold down the Martin Fort favorite places to travel, and most importantly, why you're madly in love with me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, I meet people all the time that follow you on Instagram. Of course, I've never met these people. Mm -hmm. But they come up and they're like, oh my gosh, you're Cass's husband. You're Brian. You're taking care of Butters and Mac and (laughs) Dane and Bridget, and you guys just did this fun trip, and I course i have no idea who these people are but they know you and well they know us through you yeah and so i i kind of forget that i'm really in the mix of all of this yeah even unwittingly yeah and i try and really push you to be more uh on the forefront because you like to be behind the scenes but not not in real life, just in big groups. And I love when people get to see that other side of you, your good friends, your family. And I try and really, I want to share that with the world, all over the world, babe. All right, so, so many questions are asked on how we maintain a healthy and happy marriage. Well, I think... The biggest thing is I've set my standards very low. Absolutely. So I'm constantly <laughs> surprising you. <laughs> no, um, 
you know, I think a lot of that just has to do with the buy-in that we've both had into this whole journey and that we've, it wasn't you saying, Hey babe, you need to make this work for us. It was us coming together and saying, okay, this is the direction we should go. There's obviously going to be sacrifices on your end. There's going to be sacrifices on my end, but I completely enjoy the journey and there are definitely hard things. I mean, being away from each other, having the kids, um, you know, co-parenting can sometimes be difficult when, when one spouse travels a lot more than the other. But I also think that it, you're not gone as much as people think you're gone. Yeah. Amen to that. And people are like, aren't you so tired? You're gone all the time. And I'm like, uh, well, I'm really not. But I think that people remember the big moments, which is going to this country or going and doing trainings and the traveling. And that's kind of what sparks their interest more. And I do think that I was born to do this. I think that it is a, a God-given gift of being able to bounce right back from work mode into family mode and sometimes that goes without a shower or that goes without you know I've I've changed my standards as far as like I'm not going to fuss over having the house completely 100% clean because there is fun waiting and there is memories to be made and I can also sleep later. I don't want to come home and be super tired and I also don't want for us to look back on this journey of me being a traveling working mom and you actually being the wizard behind the curtain who makes it all happen and think, wow, I just sacrificed everything for my job. The moment I feel like it's out of balance that way is really the moment I feel like I would just throw in the towel. So I think that we're constantly working on that balance and just really being open with our communication with each other. Yeah. Like I'll fully say like, I'm not feeling good today. I need a hug. I need you just to just hold me in this hug for a while. Or I might even say like, I'm feeling insecure and you better lay on the compliments, Mm -hmm. (laughs) come up with anything. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm by nature, probably not the most complimentary, more matter of fact, I guess. But that that's something that I wish I was better at, was just giving you what you need. Well, I think that when we were first married, I think that my idea of you showing me love was uh, lots of words of affirmation and presents. Presents. I'm presents. Not good at presents. I mean, for Pete's sake, pick a flower in somebody else's garden. I don't care. Oh, well, flowers, I do. Yeah, but that was not you in the beginning yeah. at all. And I remember you saying, my mom never wanted flowers. They just die. And I'm like, uh, well, last thing I remember is you're not married to your mom. And what works for your mom and your dad doesn't work for us. So we we got to come up with our thing. And it was important for me to have the kids see you bring me flowers. And I think that uh, one of your biggest qualities and strengths is that you are not egotistical you're not set in your ways you are a very what is the word I say 
movable. You're a movable man. A movable man. And I think it's because your goal all along has been for us as a team. And I like to think that I'm a movable woman. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you definitely surprised me. Yeah? I mean, what was it? How long ago did we embark on this journey where I started working from home so that you could pursue this career? 2011? Yeah, because you started working from home and that was a big fear of mine because I grew up with such instability and I to me working from home meant you're not working well for sure (laughs) and so but um yeah you we really had that idea like we're going for this we're gonna take every opportunity and we're gonna fly with it whether it's an opportunity for you or an opportunity for me and when it doesn't work it doesn't work and we really tried to be mindful of each other. I would, I was probably better about running things by you then. I think now I'm pretty used to packing my schedule. And now we're just more in a flow of it. But sometimes I get myself into trouble about that. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I don't know until a month before where you are going to be. Yeah. Which is difficult when Those I'm... Those are the days you don't like me as booking much. Booking your airfare and getting visas for different countries and yeah those types of things. Yeah. Um, I don't need a visa for tomorrow, do I? <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. We better check that out. I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, so in, in, this, uh, in this shift of me being a traveling, working wife and mom, how do you feel... Or what, where do you feel, since we've been able to travel with this, what are some of your favorite experiences or places that you've traveled? And a lot of people wonder why you don't go to big Zumba events. And <laughs> I think it's because um, Zumba is definitely my thing and you're behind the scenes. I mean, you put in probably just as many hours as I do, but it's... You're not going to be busting a move, so you're pretty much just following me around at work. But there have been those opportunities where it's like, we can go to a cool place. I only have like a one day or one afternoon event rather than four days of convention or something. So what have been some of your favorite experiences with that? Well, I mean, we try and mix work with travel. Business with pleasure. Business with pleasure, simply because it's a much more inexpensive way to see the world when your flight is paid for. I'm using your points for my flights. We have hotels paid for. So it really does offer a unique opportunity for me and in a lot, in some cases the kids to come with us and see the world. But, and even if we extend our stay, I mean, that's not obviously paid for, but there's things that now we're there. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, just off the top of my head, I mean, we've been to, I've been to Europe with you many times. Of course, I love Steve's hometown of Bruges. We've been to Paris several times. He's going to love that you mentioned Bruges. Oh, yeah. He's going to be so proud. Everyone who's ever been to Bruges loves Bruges. It is so charming, isn't it? Um, And a lot of these trips have been with Steve. Yeah. So it's it's the three of us sometimes. Yeah. 
But we have a great time, like in India. Yep. That was a once-in-a-lifetime trip for me, and it was the three of us uh, seeing how this other culture lives and experiencing that. Australia was incredible. Yeah. That was very memorable. And, um, I mean... Hawaii is not bad either. <laughs> Isn't that just a beautiful place? Yeah. I think it's such a blessing, the relationship that I have with Steve, that you have with Steve, and that the three of us have together. It's really unique, and like we're planning a summer trip all together, and like how cool is that? Like not only do we work together, but we, I think that it's as close to family as you can get where we even like to plan vacation together. Sure. Which is odd and amazing. Sure. No, it's it's great. And we live in a great area. We have a, the opportunity of being surrounded by incredible national parks and nature. And, you know, sometimes we take it for granted. But taking Steve and now John and Steve to some of these national parks is always... Oh, it's going to be such a party. So that reminds me of something. And the fun road is all about creating your life. And really that, that understanding that your life is there to create. And that nothing is really forced upon you. I mean, even when you look at like motherhood, I don't really have to do the dishes. I still choose to do it. It's still a choice of mine. Mm-hmm. And I still love the benefit of it. I don't have to be nice to you. It's still a choice of mine. It's still something that I love to do because of what is created in that. And I remember one time, I think you were taking me to the airport, which is awesome. Brian always drives me to the airport. It's about an hour each way. And uh, I think it's just because you love that dance I do when you pick me up. (laughs) Well... I think part of it is just as much as I can take off your plate. Sometimes it doesn't make sense for me to drive you, but a lot of times it does. My yeah. my time is more free. I have lots that I need to get done, but not at a specific time. So, I mean, you know how many women out there would love for their husband to say, I just want things to be easier for you? I mean, you've told me so many times, like, I just want your workload to feel as light as possible. And I think that that has been one of the reasons why I've been able to sustain this wild schedule for so long is you are so key and you take such initiative on that. Well, and I mean, yes. And part of that is selfish as well when you do well i do well you know when i'm happy i'm happy that's right the whole house is happy (laughs) when you're happy but i mean when we made this decision that we're going to do this business together yep then we cast our lot you know together so a lot of spouses aren't necessarily in that scenario day to day um like we might be but you know, it, it works for us, it works for our family, and it's it's a blast. It is. It it's, is. It's a lot of fun. So I want to go, sorry, I want to go back to that. So we're going to the airport. Yeah. And 
we're talking about like what does our future see? What what do we see in the future? What see future do we? <laughs> <laughs> what what does our future look like? What do we want to create? Like really looking at each other and being like, what do the Martins do? What do we do as a family? Because life is here to create. And this was before the fun road is even a business. And this is already our mindset, which is what led us to the fun road is really life is you're on a road and it's really for you to create and to enjoy. Of course, there's things that are necessary to provide a living and health and happiness. But we started looking into outdoorsy things and uh, just really taking advantage of nature that's around us. And I think it was probably next weekend you went and bought a razor. Hmm. (laughs) And yeah, Yeah, I mean, we, we, we probably have too many hobbies. Um, We could probably pare down and but we enjoyed doing a lot of things, and most of them revolve around travel and nature. Yeah. And so we love to go boating. We love, you know, four by fouring, jeeping, and razoring. We've got dirt bikes that get used very seldomly. Um, That's your fault. Yeah. I, <laughs> we have a, 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 a camper trailer that we go camping in because... Yeah. We, you know, the older we get, the 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 more we enjoy a soft bed, <laughs> running water, a heater, no, listen, and a flushing the, toilet. The vision of me popping up a tent in the canyon is about as wrong as it can be. Just about dead wrong as it can be. So this this is a way to just be, you know, have the pristine camping experience and that's been a really fun thing for us to do and just disconnect from uh internet and from all the distractions that we choose or that kind of take over and really kind of connect back to each other and it's such it's so fun and and in that you start really attracting people who are into that as well and we talk about the law of attraction in the fun road, in our webinars, and our live events, as once you start living this truth and and being, you know, in your life 100% and really trying to create the best outcome for your life, you start to really find those people who are in it as well. And you start to attract those people. I mean, I just came back from San Francisco the next day. We went to Moab with a ton of family and friends. And then a day later, after we got back, we went to Lake Powell with with individual families and friends. And it was just amazing. Yeah. I, you know, and, and part of creating this life and what draw, what drew me to it, because I, I have a background in digital marketing and sales and, um, you know, when I, left that to come work with you full time part of that was you know when you when you create things around you there's some stresses that come with that um when you're completely dependent upon yourself for putting food on the table and and those sorts of things there's definitely stress there but there's also a lot of freedom the yeah. freedom to be able to you know go 
up the canyon in the middle of the day. Like we went to a matinee today. Yeah, going to a movie in the middle of the day, um, you know, going out to lunch together. You know, if a buddy calls me and says, hey, we're going to go, we're going to go ride dirt bikes for a couple of hours or go mountain biking for a couple of hours. Those are the things that, that I can do now that I was not able to do yep. before. So, you know, there, there's give and take. I've never been one, though, to have a corporate goal of, oh, I want to be a CEO of a Fortune 500 company. For me, it's about lifestyle and time freedom and creating this life around me that is fun. I don't need anybody to pat me on the back and say, great job at that promotion. <laughs> um, it's whatever I need to do to help create this life and, and build this life. And if that means picking the kids up from school, doing the dishes and throwing a load of laundry and having a laundry party, a folding party, a folding party, which we do all the time, <laughs> then that's what, that's what I do. Yeah. And that's what we do. Um, you know, and, and being able to kind of run the behind the scenes of it all with the travel and the, you know, the contracts and the websites and, you know, putting together podcasts and, and that sort of thing. That's, that's all fun. Yeah. That's all fun. Well, another conversation that we've had is just constant checks and balances of how we're doing emotionally. I remember this was another drive to the airport or just about ready to drive into the airport area. And I just was asking you, like, if you never, if, if you're always working for us, does that hurt your ego? Do you feel that you're not your ego? I mean, you're the one that brought up the ego. Like I don't need, I don't need, I don't have an ego that I need to be patted on the back for. And I think that that is such a big move because you are so secure with yourself that you don't have to prove yourself to anybody. And you could, you honestly could care less if people thought you did nothing. And what they don't know is that you do everything. I mean, people ask me, what do you do when you miss a flight? And I'm like, I call Brian. What do you do if your computer doesn't work? I call Brian. What do you do with all your contracts? Oh, Brian does that. <laughs> and the rental car and the hotels. And I think that that is such a key in me really feeling like I can fulfill my greatest role, which is wife and mom. And then like, oh, by the way, I also travel the world for work. It's just I don't really feel like I'm a working mom. I feel like I'm a stay-at-home mom who has these gigs, but... Yeah, I mean, I, I when people ask me what I do, I sometimes I say, I, I don't do anything. I got, I got myself a sugar mama. <laughs> or, you know, I say, well, my wife and I have a couple businesses that we run together, and it's great. And, I mean, for me having the ability to create this life together and, and the time and the, you know, monetary flexibility that it brings. I don't know why everybody isn't doing this. Yeah. It's very true. I mean, so what are some of the, what is maybe the hardest thing that do people ask you a lot of questions? Do they, uh, who, who? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I know that, that um, you know, 
I feel like there's the question, the constant like, oh, is Cass gone again? Oh, yeah, yeah. Come. Oh, is Cass always gone? It's like, no, that woman's bothering me at home. <laughs> I mean, a lot of times you're gone for a couple of days at a time, max. And so, you know, there are some longer trips where you're gone for a week um, or coming up with convention and and that, yeah, that rehearsal, heavy, you're going to be gone months. for two weeks. So, you know, there are some times when it's it's more difficult, but really, I think people look at your Instagram and they think, oh, that woman is always, that poor guy, <laughs> that poor guy, where, you know, while you're gone for two weeks, you know, I'm going to be with my whole extended family in Bear Lake boating. Yeah, it's so true. You know, so it's not like I'm slaving away at home while you're gone. It's, you know, a lot of times we'll, when you're away... We will do things as a family. Yep. So that we. You don't wait for me. We don't to get even home. miss you. It's so <laughs> true. It kind of bothers me a little bit. It's like you don't wait for me to get home at all. But that is exactly as I would always choose it. And to me, I feel like there's just nothing that you can't accomplish. Every task I need, you get done. I mean, you do so much for. For me with Zumba, for me and Steve with the fun road, and uh, it's just it's you're a true gem, babe. Oh yeah, thank you. You're Is anybody gem. gonna be interested in any of this stuff? Oh yeah, people, you're like the mystery man. Like I was the mystery wife for all your friends. Oh yeah. So one of the side uh, issues with our life is that we have a lot of separate friend groups. Well, because you don't go to Zumba and I don't go to CrossFit. Yeah, we and don't. And both of those are very, like, community-driven. Yeah. And and so for a long time, you know, I would I would go and, and do things, just like you do things with your Zumba friends yeah, outside of lunch, Zumba. Yeah, after class, whatever. I would do the same thing with my CrossFit friends. And, you know, a lot of times... The spouses would be there together and I'm just by myself because you're out of town or busy doing something. And for a little while, people just thought I was making you up. Like, (laughs) you're not really married. You've never met your spouse. I have some good friends that it took years before we actually went to dinner with them together. Well, you see them at the gym and what's unique with CrossFit is a lot of times it is a husband-wife working out together. Mm-hmm. I mean, your whole CrossFit group, they work out as couples for the most part. Maybe not always consistently on the same class, but like, you know, Travis and Jada and Ben and Chelsea and Chrissy and Matt. It's like, you guys, you all know each other. Mm-hmm. We're in Zumba. None of our spouses come. Yeah. So it's like, they all found it so strange that like, hey, Brian, everybody has their spouse here. Except, Except for, for you. Are you sure she's real? She's, you know, I, I'd say, yeah, I, there's got to be somebody here that's met her. Here, let me show <laughs> you a picture. This is what she looks like. This is my wife. Um, I mean, where it got a little ridiculous was Lake Powell is, is one of the most beautiful places on the, on the planet and it's one of my favorite places. It's not one of your favorite places, typically. It's- it's one of the top. It's very I'm a very fair weather friend. Yes. Is that fair weather fan? So I I I. In my on... defense, my shoulder pops out. So uh, I uh, am the flag girl. So I feel more useless. 
Sure. Like that's your jam. And yeah, I'm I love just eating snacks. Wakeboarding, slalom skiing, wake surfing behind a boat. I love being in the water and Lake Powell is perfect for that. But there have been many trips where I have gone by myself on a couple's Lake Powell trip simply because I don't want to miss yeah. any Lake Powell time. But you're out of town or you're feeling like you don't want to leave the kids or something. So you don't come with me. So there's a whole group of friends that I have <laughs> that find it so bizarre that I am at these events or these trips yeah. completely solo. Well, I don't, it's, it's very, that's one of the things that I, I have a very big internal struggle on motherhood and being a traveling mom and not feeling like I'm letting my kids down and letting myself down more. It's just, it's a real, it's something that I really battle. And I get kind of that girl, I get kind of that couple's trip, the girl's trip, the the mom time at work. You know, it's like I'll have a cool weekend where like I'll see some really cool country or I'll have a weekend in Texas and I'll be able to hang out with Sadie. Or Emily will be coming to convention and hang out with Emily and Steve. And it's like, it doesn't get any better than that. So then when I want to go on a couples trip, what I really need is to fill up my mom bucket. And so your friends don't get that because they're like, I'm, I've am i been looking forward to this. Of course, I'm looking forward to it as well. But it's just a different mentality because I have that release that I know all moms look for mm-hmm. all parents look for I just can really get it within my job because I actually really have such a blast with both of my jobs the fun road those events are such an amazing fun day and the feedback from people it really is empowering and really fulfilling to see that what this work is that we're doing is working and the webinars and we actually have one coming up yeah. On um, July 21st in Canada. Yeah. And um, I know that they're doing actually some some contests right now to get free tickets. Woo-hoo! But it's, it's a blast. I mean, in, in the corporate world, I've attended so many trainings, um, so many seminars on increasing productivity, uh, confidence, success, how to make more money. And I've never experienced anything like the fun road. And it's, for me, it combines all of the best aspects of, um, you know, understanding who you are as a person, understanding what external things that affect you and how to block those out and, and how to gain confidence. Because when it comes to success, it's all about confidence. Yeah. It's all about confidence. So I'm I'm really excited for you guys. It's going extremely well. Uh, July 21st in Canada, first time in Canada. Yeah. For the Fun Road, um, there's one that's happening in Boston a little later this year. Um, but check it out, CassandSteve.com, TheFunRoad.com for tickets. We're doing early bird pricing until June 20th only. So yep. really next next uh, two or three weeks. Yeah to get that early bird pricing and improving how you feel about life is should be the first thing on your list. 
because life is completely in your hands. You are in the driver's seat. And this is just like a great way to find strategies to wake up every day feeling like you are living up to your greatest potential and that you're satisfied in all the different areas of your life. And, you know, we when we were in Lake Powell, and I'll just end with this, we were talking about um, just complimenting each other. We were doing a little compliment circle, and we were talking about our friend Chrissy. And she has amazing confidence. She is such a party. I love her so much. And we were talking about just that confidence that oozes from her and that people naturally are drawn to that. And I remember she was saying in college, her friend was like, how, how do you just walk into parties so confidently and how do you always seem to like get the guy? And she says, the difference is I'm confident that that guy will like me and you're not. And just that, and she's not, she doesn't have an ego at all, but it's just owning your skill and your traits and just like knowing, Hey, I, I am deserving and I am worthy of finding that happiness and finding that love. And I'm worthy of making a great relationship with somebody. And it's not dependent on what I look like, but it's everything dependent on who I am and uh, anyway, I just thought it was so telling because confidence is so key in getting what you want in life. And that's not a selfish thing because everybody wants such different things. You have different goals. Well, and people don't realize that confidence is is like anything. You can improve it. You, oh, yeah. It's like a muscle. Yep. The more you use it, the more you the more self-aware you become, the more confidence you can gain. And I think people think it's just a personality trait, no. but in reality, it's not. It's it's something that, that can be improved and can be worked on and should be worked on. You think my confidence has changed over the years of being married to you? Oh my gosh. You, I don't even recognize you. <laughs> You're not the same woman I married. No. In a, but in a good way. Yeah. For sure. I mean, I, in tears over speaking in church. <laughs> so I don't want to talk in front of the people. You know, just, I had a real so Now I can't fear. get you to shut up. <laughs> hey, I like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for having me on. Oh, I love you, baby. Is this something that we should do more regularly? Yeah, I'd love to keep interviewing Every you. Every 30 episodes, have <laughs> me come on and answer questions people might have about our relationship and what I do. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. You're not you're not done with this. What should we call it? Brian's Corner? Yeah, I like that. This is come, Brian's Corner. Come join us for Brian's Corner. We find out all the ins and outs and all the in-betweens of what makes Brian and Cass so freaking amazing. Well, wonderful. Okay. All right. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye now. No, you hang up. <laughs> We're not doing this. Yeah, we are. Cast the scene.